episode 37 of Starfall's House of L. I'm Derek. I'm Tucker. And I'm Graham. And we are here after just watching Trespass. We did just watch Trespass. We did. Or as Raimi likes to call it. <laughs> Miscarriage. <laughs> that was the most blatant attempt at destroying Lana's uterus I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it should have happened. Like, they haven't it been should able have happened, but... And no, like they hadn't been able to do it over the past five and a half years, and they're trying to. Tonight. And they said like a nine attempts in one episode. Yeah. What did he say that their, that bottle was on the uh, dresser with the baby? Baby be gone. Baby be gone. Baby be gone. You didn't see that, did you? No, man. <laughs> but she did fall through the ceiling and get she attacked. Fell the and ceiling. Fall down the she fell in the. Oh, she was in like, a hospital, like in a abandoned, abandoned part of yeah, the hospital. Yeah, abandoned wing. Probably got hospital. tetanus to boot. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. That was, I mean, that was blatant. I gotta tell ridiculous. you. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, just a little bit of news going on right now. We are coming to you in AAC format. Yeah. Ah. Huzzah! So get used to that from here on out. There may be some. We're gonna bit. thank the people who have already subscribed. Yeah. Uh, because and continue to yes. subscribe. And uh, and if you are listening to our still listening to our MP3 version, you can go over to our website. HouseofLPodcast.com and subscribe to our new AAC feed if you want to join the rest of the party here. Mm-hmm. Download both of them. And you'll have uh, great fun. There may be some little Easter eggs popping up <laughs> there <laughs> as you're watching. Like the uh, like an actual episode with Houston and Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From that. Like yeah. an actual Easter egg. Like yeah, like a real physically we paint egg. us painting one during the show <laughs> it progresses. Also, we have a new phone number, so if you'd like to call us, that number is 206 666 Two five two three. Please, no clean phone call. Phone calls make them as dirty as possible. No, no. stop it, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> All the clean the cleanliness that we can be had in one. We've phone gotten call. a few already, haven't we? Yeah, we've gotten several, and uh, we're gonna have a few of those on there. So that's great. We appreciate everybody that's called in. And uh, but that's pretty much it here with you news. Will and Houston are out of town this week. Seems like there's always one of us is in here. <laughs> mm. That's probably why there is so many of us. That way there can always that, be yeah, that, that, helps. that extra voice. Uh, spoilers for episode 18 have arisen. Arisen. Arisen? Arisen. Arisen. Verizon. Uh, it's entitled Progeny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to air I didn't, in yeah. April. I didn't know what it was called, so Derek looked up the definition of Progeny. Pro- Pro- Randy was wondering if Progeny was another word for miscarriage. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he is. really wants that. Actually, definition of uh, progeny is the outcome of the product of an offspring. Hmm. Or okay. offspring. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all leading towards something. But since you're talking about miscarriage, I'll go ahead and burst the bubble, folks. Lana is losing the baby. <gasps> no. Big spoiler. Didn't I could not have seen that Nobody coming. saw that coming? Nobody, gets to have, nobody actually gets to have a baby. No. Or it never lives past the first year. Not in Kansas. The last person to do that was, of course... Uh, the original Mrs. Luther. Yeah. She had a little baby Julian, and ah, he didn't make it. He didn't go too far, I must say. Um, Progeny is going to be all about Chloe's mother, who, as a matter of fact, is a meteor freak. And, Chloe's uh, mom is? Yeah. She has... Um, been, and don't ask for the reasons why why she was in Smallville in 89, because I don't know them. Well, a lot of people just there. pass through Smallville. Well, very true, very true. I passed through Smallville. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. What would you think? Uh, kind of small. The actual, I was actually in Cloverdale. Oh. <laughs> um, she's got this magnificent amount of brain power, and Lex is using her to uh, work on two other freaks that uh, have the ability to create orbs of energy and walk through walls. 
So maybe she didn't go crazy. It's just that she's she very actually did not go crazy. She wanted to separate herself from Chloe. Okay. Um, because of having these abilities, All and right. she she faked ill apparently. Um, there may be some, uh, from what we're hearing and what Craig has said on Krypton site, there may be some, uh, stunt casting involved okay. for, uh, who's well, going to play her mother. What episode was that where Chloe actually went to go see her? It was last season sometime. Yeah. End of last season. Why can't I remember that? It wasn't Fragile, was it? No. It was late in season five. Yeah. I don't remember what episode per se. I don't know why. And then they never did discuss it again. The fact no, that she like found mom, her. mom, and then she kind of starts to turn. Which she had known for a while, but the fact that she never went and saw yeah. her uh, doesn't leave a whole lot. Um, and so that's basically it. Uh, we have know. they cast the actress? No, they have not. And then we also know that Lana tells Clark that she has lost the baby uh, because um, she is injured and ends up at Smallville Medical Center yet again. And Clark is worried about the baby. And I'm says, sure it's like a I slip and it. fall in the shower that finally does it. It's not no, it's this elaborate true. Rube Goldberg design. <laughs> it's going to be a ridiculously yeah. simple kind of thing. She eats the wrong she muffin. Or sneeze <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's it's coming to that. Definitely, yeah. it's coming to a head. They're running, they're running out of ideas on how to do it, and it's just going to be like, you know... She just accidentally trips over a cable or something. <laughs> yeah, all sudden, that's all it's going to be. She falls out of bed. Yeah. yeah. Or they finally uh, Takes prove that cell phones have radiation. Yeah. yeah. The Sprint phones have... Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> it's baby cancer. Um, Al Golf is continuing to answer people's questions with TVGuide.com. He's not holding a whole lot of spoilers, but, you know, he's talking a good bit about... Uh, this season's end and what to expect and says that it will be one of the biggest cliffhangers they've had um, thus far. Mm. So if they continue to outdo themselves, I don't know, because with the way things are heading up, I don't think it's going to be a true Kryptonian uh, season finale, unless Clark does go continue his training. Um, like the last well, we hadn't had one like that since season one. Yeah. Season two, three, four, five have all been very yeah, tight-knit Kryptonian. Right. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm, I don't like that they started, that they introduced the fact that Clark would start his training and then he just stopped it and right. says he wants to continue it. And, and Goff is making it sound like he's going to go throughout the entire series without doing it. Well, and Goff does make the mention of limitless amounts of Phantom Zoners. Okay, so seven uh, actually, yeah. or six actually means... Uh, 6,000. That's what I was saying tonight. Is like Clark gets his own little beam of light, but everybody else everybody has to else. share. <laughs> Move over! Yeah. I'm, I'll there were, turn this beam around! Right, there were only, there were a maximum of maybe, maybe ten people around when yeah. Clark came out of the Phantom I'd zone. say so. So how does that turn into limitless? limitless. Um, Phantoms don't have to occupy space at Apparently. No, but, yeah, but they they all are subject to... That's the only well, way Well, he doesn't physically time. say limitless in the sense that they are on Earth. Limitless, that like possibly the, in the Phantom Zone. So, uh, he doesn't well, sure, specifically... In the, Phantom, in Zone. the Phantom Zone. I have a feeling we're going to be making a return trip to the Phantom Zone by the season's end. <clears throat> I'm holding with my decree that uh, Oliver Queen's going to get stuck in the Phantom Zone. Uh, <laughs> that's what we want to see, right? <laughs> well, no, I don't want to see... No, I mean, that's what... Oh, yeah. You want to happen. Just yeah. So he'll be back on the oh, show. So and Justin get- Hartley will come back, yeah. <laughs> and so we can see that blue desert again. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> Clark, uh, all Oliver, like, Clark, Oliver, how, how did you, like, how does this place exist? He's like, well, my dad kind of built it. Yeah. <laughs> he did what? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you what? My law. Oh, man. But, 
What was that? That was me going, I'm thinking, uh, I just, I don't know. I keep, I keep building all this in mind. All right, this is going to happen by season's end. I just, you know, what I'm so concerned with is, you know, we've been set on the idea for quite a while now that there would just be seven seasons. Yeah. And now that they're saying that there could be more, like, stuff beyond season seven. Right. It's like, you know, what if, yeah, huh? You talking about this season or beyond next no, season? Like you, you were telling me something the other day about. Oh, they were saying that you know season seven might not be the end. I just I, personally, I think it's cool that you know they could continue on as long as the ideas are fresh. And I mean, you've got a whole you got seventy years of comics speaking, to pull. From. Speaking of fresh episodes, let's talk about tonight <laughs> tonight's episode. Yeah. Did uh, when I saw that it was obscure, I uh, yeah, I knew that <laughs> my yeah, they're already running out of ideas. We're replaying season one episodes in a new light. Well, they're probably going in the fact that a lot of people haven't seen season one. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, and we do know now that uh, who the surprise guest is going to be at the Lex Lana wedding is not going to be Pete, as uh, and they used to be saying last week. It is going to be Aunt Nail, who mm-hmm. I pretty much figured that's who they'd pull out. As much as they've been talking about her this season, yeah, I've mentioned but, her two or three times. So. Yeah, and she hadn't. Been on the show since near the end of season two. Yeah. I figured they'd pull her out of that somewhere. Oh, no. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Lord, you're back. So I just I don't understand why he... I mean, I know Sam Jones is off and on... ER? ER, yeah. but... Uh, I don't know. I mean, just come on down for the day, for God's sake. <laughs> I, well, I think... And I saw an interview or heard one with Alan Miles last season. They were like, they are probably not going to try it again. That's why I really didn't think... Hold too much hope that it was going to be Pete and Promise. Um, just because they said, you know, we tried to make it happen twice, scheduling conflicts, we just haven't tried again. The, the that would be the episode to try, and I think, although it would be very awkward when Lana ends up marrying Pete. I know, I really, <laughs> I know they tried really hard to get him for Spirit. Reckoning. Oh, Reckoning, too, yeah. They, yeah. They for the funeral? Him. Yeah, well, they they wanted that, but the two that they tried hard for were Spirits and um, Jinx. Okay. Um, they wanted him to be close, uh, date to the prom. And right. spirit, and then they wanted him to be on the opposing football team in Jinx, mm-hmm. and either one just really worked. So Sammy, 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 we would love to have Pete come back. I know Clark needs some some male companionship. Let's get Sam Jones' dad. Sam Jones' is second. If he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, miscarriage. Uh, uh, trespass. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. So we're really uh, offending people, probably. probably. But that episode offended me. <laughs> that was blatantly yeah. just trying to kill the baby. I felt like, and I, and I don't like that. So you know, whenever an episode, if not starts out at least within the first ten minutes, set at, when it starts with Lana saying, "I need to find this guy," you know it's going to end badly for her. It's like she feels like. That what's hysterical is since Clark watches over her so much, and although she doesn't know, she thinks that she can go and get the stuff accomplished all by herself, and then miraculously she's three hundred feet away from the explosion that she was just in the middle <laughs> yeah. of, or you know, it's a fall, you know, she's caught uh, after falling, you know, twenty feet. Yeah, it's ridiculous. In my opinion. But she was actually awake the night when she fell for once. So. What happened? Dude? <laughs> And moving on, let's talk about Obscura. I mean, Trespass. I'm sorry. You keep doing that. I know. Force of habit. You know, I do that, and I don't mean to make fun, because I, I kind of did enjoy the episode uh, tonight. It really wasn't it was that bad right. at all. Uh, I just... For one of those style episodes. Right. One of those throwbacks. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And, and only in... in it kind of put one of the final nails in the coffins of Clark and Lex's friendship, but it also... 
advance the line of finding out more about Clark's storyline. Right. I think so. what was so weird is you can just see how badly, you know, Chloe wants to tell Lana at least some things mm-hmm. that are going on and just how hard Clark is holding on to keeping a secret. Mostly because, I mean, he's seen what happens when he tells Lana his secret. Right. So it's just visually, I mean, he's actually seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was rushed there. up there. Yeah. Um, did you catch the paper at the beginning? Yes, uh, I did. Like Sana. Like Sana. <laughs> they had to throw that in there somewhere. Well, it's, it's such a big thing these days. You know, you got the Tomcat. Who? Tomcat. Oh. And I thought you were talking about the other ones. Look, I only think in terms of small. Oh, so I'm sorry. I actually <laughs> brought the real, real world into the podcast. I broke the I third. Just kidding. Tom third Cruise and in. Katie Holmes. Oh. Okay. Are you talking about the, um, the, um, the Polaire, the, the Cleater? Now you've lost me. Sorry, <laughs> Peter right. and Claire. That's actually not happening. I know. Uh, thank God. No, it's a, it's his niece. Wait, we're talking about heroes on the Smallville <laughs> podcast. Quit it. But did you see? I'm just Tucker kidding. and I are done with that. Yeah, we <laughs> did that already. Um, her fill for the week. <laughs> why do they keep feeling the need for her to open that drawer and pull that that chisel out over and over again? Like, yep, still here. I just <laughs> she's pulling out. I wonder. Wrap it. Put it away. Is that the same scarf from uh, commencement and? And sacred, what that red scarf is that the same I scarf? From, she just has like a disposable box of them that she yeah pulls. Oh, she's got it's a like just like Kleenex. She yeah. <laughs> pulls one out whenever she needs it. Yeah, it's silk. That's, or, it, that's or the perk of a circus clown. All right, yeah. keep pulling yeah, out of his that's hand. the perk of living with a Luther. You have that Kleenex boxes full of satin, you know, <laughs> red satin handkerchiefs. Uh, handkerchiefs. I, I saw that and I was like. Eh? Oh. Of course, it was at the end of last week's, but I wasn't thinking about that. No. Um, Lana certainly was doing a whole lot of snooping in the episode. And not even the so much the barn, but Chloe's computer. Did she not learn her lesson in season two? I just... She is... I will say this much for the stalker. Mm-hmm. He has the very right idea about Lana, that she is spending way too much time oh, on her yeah. legs. Oh, yeah. He he was everything he was saying was the truth. Though somewhat, other than the I can say hey, though barely misguided, mind you. I yeah. don't I don't disagree with what this dude did at all to get Lana away from Lex, except for try to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> like everything else is fine up until that point. But he has the right idea. Absolutely, he she is learning too many tricks. She is talking to people different ways. Yeah. And you know, it's a you really heard her night talking to him and and uh, what was the, Brady Brady. I almost said Barkley. I don't remember the other guy's name. Made a Star Trek Deep Space Nine reference, but here's a guy. Here's a <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, what was? They ever I don't remember, remember the actual time. guy's name. Um, even when she was like, "Bring the car around," you know, we're going somewhere else. Yeah. Mr. Luther's not here. You take orders from me. Blah right. blah blah. I should have clued Chloe in a little bit too. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, and then even when she, not even so much the barn, but when she actually got in Clark's room and she was going through all the stuff. It's interesting. I'm glad they brought the necklace. Well, you know, Alan Miles said this would be the season to tie up plot lines. Um, Numan? If we, yeah, I, I wouldn't hope for that, but if it hadn't happened by now. But, uh, I mean, yeah, the necklace, did she keep it? I didn't remember if she... she, no, she, put, it back. she put it back. Did she put it back? Oh, put it back all. Oh, put it back. How many of our listeners noticed the uh, sort of circular red box in Clark's desk? Yeah. I wonder what could be in that. With the picture frame? 
Yeah, yeah, the, with her picture in it. Yeah, there's just the this desk drawer. There's just this kind of little red circular looking box there. I don't know why she didn't I open mention, that. Uh, oh, look, a key. Yeah. I want to mention Clark uh, uses Max. Okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, the thing is, you see Dells all over the place. No, well, yeah, what's stuff, this, yeah, the Dell is like one of the official sponsors. I don't know why Clark has. And then a Clark Mac. has a Mac in his room. That's very true. Oh, no. Dell evil. Mac <laughs> good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're you. making the comparison. I see. There's a guy. <laughs> I see. <laughs> And then the whole Jimmy stuff in the episode was the was Clark awkward. and Jimmy team up. I kind of liked it though. I did too. It was it was awkward a little bit, but I think that now is a good time for them to start building yeah. a relationship. Yeah, I mean that was it was really neat to see right the and, first real. Well, you know the thing with Lois is it doesn't matter if Clark and Lois are fighting or whatever else because that's going to happen well on down the road. In, yeah, way down in the road, uh, well past the point when Clark starts actually working at the planet. Yeah, which. He's not in college anymore. No, none of them are. No, you know, you know what's, yeah, I don't know how they're going to get these fantastic jobs. <laughs> oh, we feel sorry for you, mate. You blew up by Zod. Yeah. We all give you a job at Daily Planet. <laughs> right. But the, uh, thank you, Paul. I think, Con. you know, what might be interesting is if they go the route of Superman Birthright, where he just builds up credit by actually doing journalism yeah. work. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? While he's traveling the world. Saving people. In Africa. Hoping that his next leap. <laughs> I think you're confusing jokes. <laughs> Sorry. We're doing that a lot today. Yeah. I'm, well, playing, I'm playing Houston. Today. I like quite <laughs> Tucker. The part of Houston will be played by Tucker tonight. <laughs> um, ah, dang. Did anybody count the number of near baby death attempts? There were at least Remy counted four. at least Four to five. Well, he counted like seven, but he was like, okay. He made up a few. He was stretching a few. He was stretching a few that I'm not even going to name. <laughs> but, uh, uh, dirty. Yeah. He was, he was, our buddy Rami was pulling out all the stops for this episode. I think he was angered by it. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta wonder if that second henchman reads up on the Luther notes on Clark Kent and read the, uh, notes from season one on Obscura. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else tried this. Just going through Clark Kent's old police records. Yeah. Of which there are many. Yeah, just lining the whole room. This is the wall of weird. Well, this is the wall of what actually happened. This, this is the wall of <laughs> official records. Yeah. Uh, I think that you like that noise, don't you? <laughs> Number two. <laughs> um, this is my. I'm fighting something. I don't know what it is, but my voice is <clears throat> swollen and shut just about. Let's talk about. The thing that probably pissed me off more than anything, like I love the episode, and the the true diehard fans. Then we talk about it on the show, and then a lot of them go and watch it, and we talk about it here on the show. Is are the director's cuts that the CW put up, and that's a great thing that they do every week. They put up a mm-hmm. video, and it's a little. It's not so much the uh, trailer, but it gives us a little. It's an it's unfinished a, scene. Yeah, it's an unfinished yeah. scene without the effect shots. And, I think the yeah. industry term is unsweetened. unsweetened. Yeah, but they, you know, it's like a full minute or whatever that we actually get to see. Well, they actually put up two this week right. for Trespass, and it was the final scene between Clark and Lex. And it was actually the two scenes were actually just the one full scene, and they split it up to not make it as long. Well, at the end of the first one, part of the scene is when Clark hands Lex the. Wedding imitation. I mean, Lex hands Clark the wedding imitation. Yeah. And they even changed that because um, Lex hands it to Clark and it's wrapped up in a bow. And Clark says, what's this? And he says, what do you think it is? <laughs> and then what we yeah. actually saw tonight was finished. He hands it to he hands it to Clark and Clark looks down and reads it and says, you're cordially invited, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, he says, is yeah. this really what you want or something along those lines? 
But what kills me is we we you know this whole big you know we knew from watching it that the chisel was gone out of Lana's room. Sure, we knew that if you watch the director's cut, and then we in the room that had seen it knew that Clark actually took the chisel mm-hmm. out of the room, and because yeah. he knew when she had it, right? And when he was in the mansion saving her, pretty much. Or at I'm some sure point, he made that part of his to do list yeah, to get that out of there. He's got it written on sand. Save Lana. What I want, get what chisel. I find interesting <laughs> is, you know, he has all the security, and we've seen in several episodes before that he's got a massive video surveillance system in this mansion. It's not going to see him poking around in her room. Uh, not Clark. Not Clark. I mean, he could be going. Super they had speed. like a giant, crazy high-speed camera that could barely capture. <laughs> got a, the same high-speed cameras that the MythBusters use. <laughs> the Flash, and then what was it, Rogue, the one that uh, Lex was looking at? Oh, yeah, there's uh, several times that Le- Lex has actually had Clark on camera. It's just you well, can't. The thing is... Even if you frame by frame it, you can't tell it's him. Do we know what room... Only Lionel has... She fell through the ceiling skylight window. What room was that? Was that, was that the office area that it means? It looked up? like it. it I did. couldn't tell. He was standing dead center in the middle of that room holding Lana. One second he wouldn't have been there. The other second he would be holding Lana. That well, would show well, him that's just, maybe. That's just logistics, my boy. You can't get into that. <laughs> Look, you're trying to break I, down a show. Like, these are fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bringing up the the. Oh, the it's, it stuff is the I'm, I'm used to it from the hero stuff. Uh, no, no, part hero. It's we can't, tried. We can't scrutinize Smallville in the same way. Absolutely <laughs> not on the CW. Not yeah. after as many abandoned plot lines and. But, but to me, that makes things more fun because, like heroes, they're gonna answer every question somewhere down the line, and you're like, "Oh, I got right. the whole thing." Yeah, Smallville, Smallville's gonna leave you wondering. Yeah, Smallville they don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Smallville, the writers meet for like ten seconds each week, and they're like, "I think this is kind of where we want to go," but you guys just take care of it. And then it's up to Kelly Saunders and Brian Peterson; they just write whatever they want. They're thought slacking and swimming. We know just, that's not true, but it's fun to think that way. <laughs> It's fun to think, but there's actual recorded proof that that actually may be happening (laughs) each week on Smallville. Regardless, we know Clark, if you watch the director's cut, we know that Clark, which will be down tonight, unfortunately, you folks that didn't see it have missed out, Clark took the chisel from Lana's room, and he's got it in his toolbox in the barn. Mm -hmm. And he opens the toolbox, he straightens the chisel out, he lays the next invitation, he walks out the barn, presumably how the episode was supposed to end. What we saw broadcast tonight is actually him looking at the invitation, and that was the end of it. That was the end of it. And, and so it leads us to believe <clears throat> well, that Clark is not the one that took the chisel. Well, the scene prior to that really set that up. When Lana went to look for the chisel and it wasn't there, right. and she just got through this conversation with Lex, where Lex is like, above all else, I trust you. And then, <laughs> bah, 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 By the way, gone. there's a GPS tracking system underneath your skin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's got a little PDA with, uh, Lana's here, you are here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's constantly moving. Well, I can see why they changed the invitation scene. Because it could be like, here, what do you think this is? Oh, a gift certificate to Best Buy? All right. You know, so well, they changed that. Well, that to, no, to when you were watching that, he's, he's very flippant about it. It's like, what's this? I mean, he's very, Clark no. is very. Well, when you watch the director's cut, there was this, like, when it's playing, they have a black mat card or a black title card that says, insert shot of wedding invitation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Clark's POV. Right. Yeah. But then they also had the Clark's POV of him fixing the chisel. Right. Kind of they just, I think that they're trying to go somewhere with put, planting the seed of doubt between Lex and Lana. And they've but already all planned the time, it, all the time but they're really planned. fertilizing it this whole time. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know what Lana's ultimate goal is. It sure is not the baby is why she's staying 
with Lex, and I, it's not love. It's she's trying to learn as many tricks as she can on ways that Lex has been trying to find out Clark's secrets and failed, and now this is now this has happened. Yeah, and it's probably going to continue to because if the wedding, in fact, happens and she loses the baby, um, he's he's going to be mad that baby's gone, especially if he's putting what he's doing. You know, whatever treatments he's doing to the baby, there's this huge discussion on the internet. Is it Clark's baby? Which I don't agree with because time frame, time frame that couldn't happen. No, and there's all this. Could it be Zod's baby? I don't. I mean, all that happened pretty much in real time between Vessel and Zod. I could see how. I, I don't see when the baby making happened. And I episode. honestly could see how it could be a meteor freak. Two ways. Okay. One, we already know that Lex is. Borderline freak right. because of his what? ridiculously high immune system. Yeah. And two, Lana was in downtown Smallville while what the meteors were striking everywhere. Yeah, it could be something laying dormant in her, just never cropped up, or it could be just something like Lex that is just—it's really insignificant unless something happens. Although it could be the exact same thing as Lex, except for with hair, because Lana has survived so much and can remember. I mean, it's amazing this woman is able that she has motor skills because of well, how no, many knocks she's taken. That's why. Head. That's why. To this point, the baby has not been lost yet. It has her mother's durability Clearly. to not die or you know have brain damage. She's and then gonna we, be plastic. And then we see in trailer for next week, which we haven't really heard much about, um, freak. Other than the fact you know it rose and bombs directing, it appears Chloe's going to be a meteor freak. I think they're going to try to turn her into one, possibly. Know. Because cause the trailer said something like, you know, Clark, I don't want this to kill me. Take, Get it out of me. Right. And it looks almost like it leads you to believe maybe something's left in her from truth. Or, or they, something. No, either, no they, it showed her injecting. Yeah, them injecting Chloe with something with a needle. Yeah. So it was trapped to a table. Whatever they injected her with is what Clark's got to get out. But if it's kryptonite, <laughs> there ain't a whole lot he Too can bad. do for it. Yeah. <laughs> he gets in there and it's like, ah. Oh. Clark, close the wound. I can't. Knee vision not working. <laughs> well, um, on last week's uh, trivia, we asked you to uh, give us the amount of episodes in which Clark had been affected by Red K. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Red. Mm-hmm. Rush. Mm-hmm. Exile. Unsafe. Exile. Exile. Exodus. And Exodus. Phoenix, technically. Yeah, I'd call Phoenix. Because it just right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Crimson. Crimson. There was nothing in... Season 5 was only Silver K. So 7. Okay, 7 episodes. They give you 7. And you know, a lot of you, Sebastian, and everybody that uh, wrote that in. And then uh, um, we there's a bonus. There's a Who did Clark hook up with in those episodes? <laughs> and that gets into too many to name. <laughs> the chick, uh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse, Lana. Chloe. Chloe Lana. Alicia. Alicia. Twenty minutes later, still. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bunch. Lois, <laughs> Martha. What? No. <laughs> um, Pete. Yeah, oh God, no. <laughs> oh, God. Your challenge for this week, folks, is not so much a trivia as it is we'd like to know. Since this is, does seem to be the season to wrap up plot lines, what do you folks want to see happen as far as wrapping up plot lines? Anything that you felt has been uh, left out or left um, dormant in the past uh, five and a half years? What do you want to see wrapped up? Um, you might feel like by a either the season's end or by the show's end. Yeah, you may feel a little Neman. You might want to know how that crap uh, Lionel Luther got the key. They explained <laughs> that, did they? There's an interview with. No, no, no. That was how Doctor Swan got the key. Oh, I'm talking about 
how the key went from the middle of that oh, cornfield corn to, to Lionel's office and then surgeons. Right. No, there's no explanation. Very no. strong <laughs> no. metal detector. No. <laughs> Kryptonian metal. Kryptonian metal. Yeah. So you feel free to write that in. You can email us at mail at housevalpodcast.com and go to our website, uh, com and check out our sister show, The Tenth Wonder, at thetenthwonder.com. And you can check out our new project, which should be up and coming here in the next few weeks, at tangentcast.com. It's going to be third fun. undertaking. It is going to be fun, and we hope everybody enjoys it. Our third undertaking. And uh, probably the biggest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely say uh, Tangent is going to be the biggest thing we've done, and hopefully it's going to be one of the most awesome things we've done. And I've got a new one coming up, too, so I'm going to be running ragged on four freaking shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's all we do. Discount. <laughs> discount. Come <laughs> get you a discount. We should plug that at the discount. Oh, me. And check out our friends over at uh, Red Cape Music and Good Commitment. Yep. So, And we actually had a cameo in yeah, Good Commitment. Yeah, we're in a Good Commitment. So, check out uh, next Monday's episode. Yeah, Goodcommitment.tv is going to be up Monday night. And I don't know. I think it's called Vice Prez is the name of the episode. And all three of us. And, me. yeah, Graham, Tucker, and I are in it. And it's... I think it's going to be for mature audiences only. I'm not. <laughs> I hope so. Not our part, but I wouldn't even mature enough. Uh-uh. <laughs> You'll see what Giggled we're talking the whole about. Time, yeah, so, anyways, but from all of us here at House of L, I'm Derek. I'm Tucker. I'm Graham. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.